now proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. All right, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing brand that proceeds of the shirts, the hats, and everything else go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. This whole t-shirt company started from me taking care of a five-year-old girl from the emergency department at the Children's Hospital I worked at in Atlanta for a while back. Um, I thought I needed to do a little bit more than kind of just talk about my story. So this is how I started the clothing line because I wanted to show people that even though diabetics have this really bad disease, we can still do amazing things in our life and diabetes won't stop, you know, stop us reaching our goals. So go check out type1lifting.com. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can always reach me out on Instagram. It's type1lifting and hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. The company's called Liberté Lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28. So if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, Love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of the Touch and Go News podcast from Type 1 Lifting. Let's go. Um, Yeah, I know. I like it, too. Um, I have Xander Fallick and Vic Rodriguez. Hannah Hardy cannot make it because she's got schoolwork, which is bullshit. Schools for fools. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have have some great uh, topics to talk about. the first one I want to talk about is, I mean, everyone's talking about it. He even posted it on YouTube of Noah Olson, you know, to maybe talk be talking about retiring. So, I mean, I, I mean, he's been, he's been in the game for like 10 years, you know? And I, 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 I to be honest with you, like, I think he's seeing Frazier and Froning's like whole empire growing. And I think he may try to dabble in that kind of work. I mean, even with Jim shark and stuff, I mean, that's just my two cents, but what do you guys think? I think like he had, like, it seems to be that way. Like the, that post that Noah made is like, this is my final year of going individual. Like <laughs> there's clearly like implications you can go from that. Right. Yeah, like it yeah. seems like I'm hinting at, like I'm done being an indie and I may go do other things like, right. Like that hat, like you can't not have that interpretation from what he said, but it also like, that's the best part about the sport and where it's like kind of maturing, like mm-hmm. is seeing these athletes who are 10 years old at this point, um, building, continuing to build the brand. Like Noah probably was one of the original like Gillette athletes in CrossFit, which was hilarious. Yeah. In the day. Yep. And it's just like, he's building his own brand and what he's going to do. Like, no, but does it make sense to do just like programming 
because it seems like everybody's getting into programming these days and then it's like what separates yourself but we'll kind of but it's exciting because it just gives some people to talk about and he's controlling it i just really like the ripple sports hat that he was wearing and i would actually buy one so Bijan, if you ever hear this podcast please send me one <laughs> i just feel like I, I honestly i think he already mentioned you know the whole going in the indie being his last year but like even even Scott Panchik retired and then ended up going to semis again this year. So I feel like he's doing this whole like, hey, this is like my last dance type deal, setting up a year long, you know, uh, teaming up with Alex to do media and coverage for it. And I think he's really just using he's going to use this year to really see what the type of content, what type of content he can actually make mm-hmm. with someone there. And if it really takes off, then yes, maybe branch off and do some other stuff. But, you know, I don't think Noah's done competing for at least another three, four years. Um, to what capacity? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to pull like a James Newberry and just like here or there show up or if he's going to still be a prominent name in the CrossFit space. Um, he moves to Iceland and does another team year with Annie. <laughs> never that one no that will will never happen no No. so so um (laughs) while he was talking about i actually heard um his pod his podcast episode from clydesdale he actually said that chandler and him will go as on a team and maybe maybe chandler's wife but he's like i don't they don't really think so but who who are the two girls that you think might be a good fit for chandler and noah for team that it's like who's available like that's the thing it's like if anybody like can they pull an indie female that's like two like top 20 females right like maybe jesse like knowing jesse like i don't think like okay this is just me knowing them like right but i don't think a married couple being on the same team is like the best for team chemistry in a competitive space like do you want to like carry home the gym to like the house like that's me um yeah just knowing them uh but i think like it could be a good option but the thing is is it like is taylor williamson or she's starting the family is um i thought they were Randy. done though like i thought they were too like that's the problem is like what like in like what individuals are out there that can move hannah hardy um just shameless plug uh might as well right training she's, not, shit, she's yeah. not here might as well so Alexis Raptus. Let's just throw out names, just like that are totally just out there right now. Well, no, um, you know, so let's logically think about this. In, in terms of like females, you want someone who uh, either like a gymnast, who gymnastic freak, but misses. But then you have someone else who could just have some top end strength as a as a, as a woman that kind of struggles with some of the, excuse me, some of the more like just the capacity stuff, which we've seen success within the. Within the ranks, uh, is it like of, a wife sister from San Diego? Is it a uh, Tyra Milligan from Underdogs? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a hail mary out there. What do you think about Sarah Sigmund's daughter? Because she's part of Training Think Tank. Huh. I mean, I could, could be a, I'm like I mean, not I not not it, right? yeah yeah not this year, but like the next year. You know, she she's didn't healthy. make. Does she really want to like? Does she want to keep doing it? Like these are the these are now the next questions. Yeah. Um. She could be a good teammate. I feel like she's she's pretty fit all around to be on that team because it just like if you're just trying to, like Chandler Noah can go team just to go team. Mm-hmm. How about like um like like a Gabby McClelland? She was pretty impressive. 
she didn't make it this year to the game. She's another one that Rebecca Fuselier. <laughs> I can't even say it seriously. I'm sorry. No, no. I think I she'll. I think she'll. I think she'll stay indie. I just don't. Uh, you know. Um. You know the girl's got heart. Um. She's a. She's an absolute anomaly. That the that she made it. She's like the new, like the Chris Spieler. Uh, oh. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the, the top end strength was missing, but still somehow made it. it yeah. No, I just don't think it's. I know it's. I know it's before my time, but I. Oh, I, it's. Well, I it's did a, some, a very I, appropriate, like, like, just gonna. I was not gonna just beat a dead horse here, but is Rebecca Fuselier gonna be the Chris Spieler of this and just be like, Chris was never that strong. He just got through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, next year we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows if he's even going to retire? So, yeah, that's that's the big thing. So, he takes I mean, over Tommy Marquez's job. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, random. He'd be like good at it. Thoughts. I mean, he could be good. I think he could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking heads. I mean, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think we are too. Yeah, yeah. You know what he wants to do. You know, I don't know what. I don't think Noah really knows what he wants to do. Um, and I think he's just leaving it open and just, uh, try to have fun and live his life. And honestly, like, that's all you really can. That's all, that's all he should do. Yep. He's I young. Feel like, I feel like athletes in the CrossFit space who have made it to the games, put so much pressure on themselves to like, be like the serious athlete or to be this type of, I'm like, honestly, like just do what you're doing, but still try to make sure you keep some sort of balance where you're not just you know, locking yourself in a gym 10 hours a day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens this year with Noah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to maybe, you know, his last year at the games and maybe he'll get a whole bunch of presents just like Derek Jeter did on his last, uh, his last, last year in the, in baseball, who knows and get a couple presents, you know, who no, knows? I'm tired of the coach K retirement tour. No, no, yeah, I, no, I was sick and tired. No, of, like, even with no. Derek, that was, I couldn't stand no. that. So I'm good. I'm excited for the content that gets produced, knowing Trobaugh and him. Like, that's what I'm excited for. I just don't want this, like, gratuitous, like, OTPHJ kind of just, like, move along, like, career. <laughs> like, and there's a montage yep. before all 15 events of the games. And it's like, hey, let the hey, guy you compete. Want, you don't want to know an Olsen bobblehead at Waterpalooza? No. Nope. 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 <laughs> What I want is Chandler Smith, Travis Mayer, and Noah Olson all to win a team championship again on Saturday and Sunday. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, with that switch, is it is are they going to do indie as well? They could. I think I, it's unlikely. I don't think they. I don't think they would. I don't think it's a like I like Look, if you're out. trying to be a competitive like win that like either way. I don't think you're going to go both sides of it. Cause it doesn't make sense. Cause you're like, it's almost too much intensity. I think part of like um, the advantage of the two day, two day is finally, you don't have to like, you can use more of the locations and keep things spread out and you're not like running it on top of one another. Okay. All right. All right, cool. All right. So the next one, so morning chalk up spilled the beans on this one for the new site for not this year's CrossFit games, the 2024 uh, what part of the YouTube site was leaked out to them. Oh, I didn't, I don't even know. 
it's just like it's more ch cfhq stuff that i'm just like poking the yeah at. yeah um so they are moving to birmingham alabama which is good for me because i live in georgia so it's not too far away yep. um obviously uh you know the move to a much more humid area is going to have more of an effect on the athletes and stuff like that so that's one thing to concern but my my thoughts i think this was a strategic move because if you look at Birmingham, Alabama, it's not the healthiest state ever. It's not the healthiest like 48th, state in the city. Like 48th yeah. after it's, like it, the only two left are like Mississippi, shout out Dex, and like Arkansas. Which yeah. probably miss, I think Mississippi is the least fit state in the I, I thought that was literacy rate. Oh, maybe they go hand in hand. I don't know. They, they might. They um, might. I mean, Vikings but, don't speak English or read, probably. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> So my, my thing is, I think the reason they brought it down to Birmingham was to actually show people how to get fit and to exercise and kind of like throw the cross at mental, method, methodology, sorry, uh, to everyone in Birmingham and see, hey, you can achieve all this stuff and look good if you, these, if you follow these steps. I mean, that's just what I think could possibly be the reason why they moved down there. But there's, there's a lot of other areas they could have gone to. I mean, they could have gone to Georgia. They could have gone to. They could have gone anywhere. Texas, like you name it. No, but, I like. I always. You. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I always thought Texas was out because of Rogue, and I think it was oh, too hot. Yeah. And you can't like, and like, oh, we're gonna run it back to the Dell Diamond like that. I don't think that was a realistic like option. Mm -hmm. Plus, knowing Austin, it was like, okay, so it's the dead of summer unless you change the season again in the dates of the games. Yeah. Like, we do the open in the summer quarterfinals is beginning of fall like but again i don't think they're gonna try to like hq could they we keep doing it every year anyway so like mm -hmm. at this point who gives a shit the my like lens is birmingham sports complex looks cool if you have done any pictures on this place quite possibly one of the worst places in the world to do media or photography and they're gonna have to spend a budget to get it like lighted properly and hopefully like lit to make it a little bit more but like the colors in there are just meh Ugh. it's like somebody just made like a high school cafeteria lunch plate. And then just, that was the color style. There's maroon and mustard everywhere. This <laughs> gross. Um, I was honestly just going to say it like for me. It's, it's a, it, it makes sense just because I think there's enough housing down there, like enough, like for like rentals, Airbnb hotels and all that. So that it logistically should be a little bit better. But oh, logistically, it's still a nightmare to get into. I still don't feel like oh, it's a it? direct place. Okay. Yeah, it's not a direct place that you get flights no. to. No, this is easy. And another one of those connect to a hub like Tulsa DFW. There, if you're flying Delta, you got to go to Atlanta, and then there, like it doesn't seem like a very straight shot of a place because you're gonna fly to Pensacola and drive over, um, or you'd fly probably to Huntsville and drive down. Which again, you don't go direct to Huntsville. Mm. I mean, it's it's on the West Coast now, so that's 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 one thing. West Coast, West Coast. We're yeah. try try again. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Because of the line that they put in, that oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, isn't Alabama East? Yeah, oh, there's, there's, there's still yeah, East. Alabama's yeah. East there, oh, guy. Oh, okay. Alabama's <laughs> East guy. It Mississippi's West. Sorry, or whatever. What was it? It doesn't matter. Maps don't slash Map. maps don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Because we have to talk about that, how the hippos, the misfits, the comp trains, the TTT camp, the brutes, south camp. Yes. Um, 
and Christy Ermo O'Connell out of Ohio have to all compete in the same place. That's what I actually really wanted to talk about big time. Moving on to that is what that's going to do for these camps. Um, I just love how Tom was like, yeah, this is our topic. And then we're like, no, this is not the topic. Hey, hey, I totally, I totally, (laughs) I totally forgot about this. I actually, I want to talk about this too. So I'll get as you were, go ahead. No, no. Uh, so, no, uh, the only reason I saw this and I was just like, I just want to know a few things. I just want to put some of these prompts out here and you guys have at it. One, what does this all mean for those camps, uh, for the people that are now that are moving to destination camps in hopes of, you know, having that mentality, but then realizing that they're now competing with each other Two, how does that dynamic either up the ante for pressure or do people just now move back and still do the training and just go and visit periodically. I'm just wondering how that, how that flies. Yeah. Tom, you go first and then I'll kind of chime in. I mean, I I think, I think they're going to move. There's no way you're going to have these major, you know, companies like misfit TTT comp train, like all these guys, they're on the, all they're on the East coast. There's no way they're going to get all 10, like 10 athletes from every single camp. And they're not they're not going to do a last chance qualifier either. So, I mean, I I think I think I think they're going to have some people move back to like the West Coast or wherever they came from because I think they're going to have a better shot going home and winning that way. And and like they're gonna they're still going to get coached just just online, you know. Yeah, and and I would say so. One, I'm really happy that last chance qualifier is dead. I think we all agreed on that a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, because that thing was a waste of time. Now the bigger question is, is like, what's the formula for the seeding, right? Like, that's the issue is mm-hmm. like what I'm just more like peeved because I'm like, I feel like Australia keeps getting the short end of the shaft for everything because it's like, just give them the spots back. They have like a higher number of per capita fit athletes that they get a disproportionate representation at the games, which I don't think is fair to them. And they have Tia that's just going to steamroll all of them. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing is it's like, okay, what's the rule for individual athletes on when, like, is it where you do the open? So therefore, like, that's everything in quarterfinals doesn't matter. Is it where you do quarters? Is that where, like, then you decide on what, like, location you're at? I believe I I listened to a podcast. They said when you did the open. Okay. The affiliate when you did the open. Okay. So then – is it like the teams, like you have to be located oh, yeah. in the same area? Like, because here's the thing, like after, cause I po- popped the question. I was like, so who wants to tell me about camps and like, are they dead? Are they alive? Like what changes here? And I got a lot of people responding that will re- remain anonymous. It's like, it can't like, depending on the rule and like how it's enforced, you essentially just go home for the open for three weeks and then just go back to your location. Right? Like it, it's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like it, it's a possible thing, but at the same time, it's like, it makes more sense to just do an off season training camp kind of idea for like a month or two. Like, but again, the off season is almost like we have no off season. And that's one of the bigger issues in CrossFit because essentially you go from the games three weeks later, you're doing the rogue invitational. If you're not an automatic qualifier and then you're just trying to do that. And then a bigger thing is like, I think Brian friend mentioned this on morning chalk up um, or something. It's like barbell spin or barbell spin or whatever they're part of now. Um, Like we need to have a unified off season qualifier or two opens because this whole like, 
do Wadapalooza separately, do uh, Dubai Fitness Qualifier separately, do TFX separately, do like team of three Wadapalooza qualifier. It's like, this is so unnecessary. Yeah. The issue is it's a money thing, like, which again, like that's the economics of the sport. Like this is all ends up coming back to how do you split the money for doing one qualifier? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess the real thing is, is they just need to say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to standardize these qualifiers. And in order for you to register for these competitions, you have to pay the fee to like an additional license, like, License to use your qualifier scores for X, Y, and Z, which no. sounds awful. Which, no, I like, and then like, here's the thing: it's like, what? What are these? Let's call them sanctionals because that's what they're off-season sanction events. What do they get from it? Because Dubai essentially just went double birds. Like, see you later, CrossFit, and they're fine. Well, they 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 got OPEC money. Um, <laughs> True. You know yeah. what I mean, like. They're not, they, they were never, they were never in it to make money off of CrossFit or make money off the athletes. They were just like, we want to really showcase and we believe in athletes and this type of event for this reason. Like it's, they're basically the, the beginners of like what, like the original NBA supporters were about like, Oh, we think this would be amazing. We'll, we'll back it. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's for me, it's just strange that even though the CrossFit's still relatively young, there still hasn't been a way to really figure this all the way out. Um, well, the reason I, why with that is because you have so much change going on. I mean, the, like, like how we many haven't C- had, a, we've had three CEOs in three years. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like technically then, four if we're counting the interim. Okay. Yeah. yeah, true. And, but it's like, like they, they're literally getting new management and it's just constantly changing and all that Guys, stuff. Do and you then want, people can we go, apply to do an orange theory podcast? Cause I heard they're paying really good money these days. <laughs> no, I do not like orange theory. No way. I've done a class. It was kind of stupid. Cause they tried to teach me how to do dumbbell snatches using my back. And I was like, why don't I use my legs? Oh, because oh. that's the bat. Your back. You're supposed to use your back. It's all spinal. 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 Yeah. So that, I mean, I, I have a feel, hopefully this, this new CEO, I haven't listened to the new podcast with Savon with, when he was talking with Savon, go listen Uh, to kettlebells and cocktails with, uh, make wads great again. And John, uh, because I, I just enjoy them more. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I just, I just saw it on the podcast that came up and I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't know they, they had they had him too but you know let's just see how he does and hopefully he lasts more than a year you, you know i'm i'm i hate to break it like you know i, I that's want- like again like they're like because here's the problem is like now we're like the what's the bare minimum like we are now looking <laughs> for a bare minimum right like yeah. instead of like again like you we I'm not like going to pardon Greg for Greg was egregious and everything that he like did at the end, but I'm, he gave us something, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what the world's doing, but it's like, okay, like how are we like, so somebody probably should actually, Oh yeah. Here's who I need to get you in contact with Keith Knapp. He is new marketing director for, um, the, uh, 
CrossFit, good guy, met him over the summer. You should interview him. But it's okay. like, how do we get the affiliates to like actually like what your licensing fee goes to? How are we recreating value and hopefully driving new members? Because that's like, that's the part of the sport too, is like, if you look locally, like a lot of your local comps don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Sp- speaking about comps, why don't we talk about Canada East and West? Yeah, let's talk about, oh, and uh, what's the European and the Euro- one? And the European one the too. European one? Yeah, it's horseshit. Like, I'm sorry. Like, again, Ryder, Chandler Smith, one of my best friends, still like 100%, not speaking for him. But, like, you can't, like, offer a $15,000 prize purse for, I believe, or $10,000 for first place and then not have the money to pay it out. Like, that's just not okay. You can't mm-hmm. run, like, again, Zelos games, it's a very separate thing. Like, they pay their athletes within a week. Awesome. But it's like, you can't just promote these things get high level name brands and awareness for these things. Then you go bankrupt and you don't run the event again. That seems like a waste of like everyone's time. Isn't the Canada East Canada West, the same director who ran Atlas games, which isn't that, um, isn't that like Camille LeBlanc's brother or something like that? I believe so. It's some like weird. I, I remember hearing something back in the day that the Atlas games person is actually Camille LeBlanc's brother or some other other CrossFit athletes like brother who runs the stuff. No, I believe it is LeBlanc Bazinet, which is also just one of those crazy your French Canadian things that just don't have hyphenated last names. <laughs> um another I mean another good comp that does that is Invictus Boston. They're another one, the invitational, they pay out straight up. I mean it's not a huge competition, but it's getting better. But these other guys, Can East and West and just I think they're just finessing athletes. <laughs> it really is legitimately just using them to like hey we're gonna get here show up so we can like basically broadcast that you're gonna be around and then not pay you and did and didn't they didn't they do this last year like during the pandemic like they didn't even pay back the people that put the money in for the event for doing the competition and they did canceled it and they didn't pay them back at all yeah, but that's that's a that's a again like an insurance thing because you end up buying insurance and like they because it's cr- like labeled a pandemic like okay separate matter do very separate things yeah um for unfortunately but it's more frustrating because essentially like that this is why CrossFit got rid of regionals right because they knew like you can't make money they were losing money like period yeah. end of story like before um. Vic came around like this, this was always what the biggest issue is. Like they went to South America and then that was last year of regionals RIP. Um, and essentially they're back, which is great. Um, we're just called, but like, that's the hard part is like, how can you like, and that's the issue with, uh, America East and West Europe's fine. Australia's fine. They were, they pretty much look sold out like the sanctionals, like the actual big ones, not these off season local comps. It's, how do we drive like American, like how do we get American fans to go to wherever America, what East is and America West? Let's just assume it's hopefully America West. I'm just throwing this out there. They go back to, to the old Del Mar regional. That'd be cool. That's where they need to put that. Like, just don't like try to like get too fancy, get a big Mm -hmm. spot. Just go to Del Mar, do it there, bring back the nostalgia and run it. Like, I don't want to go to the CrossFit ranch. No, I want Del Mar. Bring me back Del Mar. Um, and then, like, hopefully maybe 12 Labors and, like, Mac will run it back there. Um, don't go to Knoxville. Please just don't go back to Knoxville. Like, do anywhere else. 
So, but it's like the hard part, it's an economics thing. And it's like, because it's so much easier just to be like, if I'm going to go to something and it's in America, I'm going to go to Birmingham. I'm going to go to Wisconsin. I'm going to go to, um, <clears throat> what's its face? Uh, LA, like those, like for the games, like it's hard because you have so much coverage and it's so much easier to consume things these days online. And it's like, Hey, I don't have, I don't get to listen to Tommy or Sean or chase or whoever else is running the broadcast. Mm -hmm. Notice I left out Adrian because I don't enjoy listening to him. Um, like there's other people that I want to listen to. It's just like, there's, that's the hardest part is driving the economic forces to like make it worthwhile. But that's, I feel like going to be an inherent, like, again, but it's the same thing with like professional soccer or minor league baseball is getting people here. And like, you're losing money on these franchises, but you're hopefully like trying to make it in the future. And that's the hardest part is like, can you take the losses for years one, two, and three, and then start profiting in year four plus? Yeah. Well, the th also thing is you got to, you know, I actually, there's another interview I, I listened to. These guys are based in New York. They have like the move fast, lift heavy. Uh, Chris Harris actually doing the program for them, and they're they're doing it like very low, you know, like like two just two 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 teams, like a couple like a couple teams, like like male male, female female, and then they have like a scale division or like a masters division, and they're and they're keeping it short throughout the whole process until like you know then they realize okay maybe next year we'll move it up to like this thing or we'll move it up just like slowly work your way up to get to like the elite level and then you know what you're doing and then you know you won't be losing money yeah. and then you don't and don't guarantee how much money you're going to be giving the first first place athlete unless well, you like you like, actually know you need to like know that you're going to be able to pay it out like that's yeah. the hard part is like you need to guarantee the payment just like you got to be realistic like that's the hardest part is like if you don't guarantee a payment of any kind that's also like gonna like you're already just gonna lose some people inherently mm -hmm. yeah. like that's the hard part is like there's no perfect answer to it because there's so many things that go into it it's like the logistics of the space and like having all those people there um you so. know like if i don't if i don't know the people and i'm not doing a competition for community reasons I'm not showing up to a competition if I, all I'm going to do is win a bag of coffee or something like that. Like, I'm sorry. Like that's, that's the thing. Like people, people love doing competitions, but if they have to travel and they have to, you know, sacrifice, take time out of their, out of their, like out of their life to go do this, even though they love it, there better be some money on the line. Yeah. I mean, even a couple hundred bucks just to pay for yeah. gas or something like that, like whatever. I'm you not know. saying we're going to be a millionaire. Uh, I'm no. just saying, hey, just a little bit of money. You just throw some money in there. You know, we do fantasy football every year. What's the buy-in? A couple, you know, 100, maybe 50. Some people do 25, whatever. But the payout at the end of the season, not that big. Yeah. But yeah. if you win, it's cool. So it's kind of like, oh, a nice little bonus. Like, we're already paying 75. You're paying $70 for registration fees. Is like where is how, how can you get all these registration fees and still give a hey, first place gets twenty five dollars and a twenty percent discount code <laughs> or like you know um, victory I mean? grips or like protein powder from eighty nine different like providers it's like it's it's just like having talked to a friend who like ran their last local like their last comp and this was year ten year ten of a comp that they had done um, it's just it's getting harder to make ends meet get more people to do it because here's the real part of the podcast like if you're really looking at if you're not starting in high school now you're not going anywhere 
like it's true like mm -hmm. i hate to say it but it's like if you're not a young person like that's again a good sign for the sport in general like you can start younger now and it's really like becoming the younger like younger like it, professional like 20 like tennis style where it's like 22 to 30 is the ideal like probably space where like you don't have the rebecca voigts you don't have the sam briggs of the world like those are by the wayside yep i agree i mean not everyone wants a new free pair of shoes hey hey and talking about shoes talking about shoes what a great segue uh so uh I guess uh, the Matt, the the phrase the new Matt Fraser suit shoes came out with from Nike. Um, I I saw a quick glimpse of them. Um, I I am a I'm a Nike guy. I've always been a Nike guy. I've I have a pair of Nobles. I really don't wear them that much. Um, but I'm I'm a Nike guy through and through. And I don't think I would buy a pair of these to be honest with you because I don't feel like they for me. I don't think they look like a workout shoe no at all they're they're very much like they remind me of the uh was it the matt con five which it had like the ice sole it was black and red racing stripe along the side where i was like um yeah that's it this is a workout shoe that was redesigned to be like a look cool walk around shoe mm -hmm. the metcon has never been a let's go out shoe ever in the history of kind even with the like the patent leather four or five that came out. Yeah. I hate to call people out that do that, but don't be walking around. Don't, don't go work out with your Metcons on and then go walk around. Like, Oh, I'm going out later and wear the same workout shoes. That's just. It's not a whole nother, it's a whole nother yeah. topic. <laughs> Even as like a, like I'm a Nike guy outside of the gym. Like I like my innovates for running and racing. Um, but it's, it's rough. Like they, like they took a risk. They shot their shot. They probably missed. I bet you they're not as sold out as like the black and gold Metcon sevens. Like that's probably the top tier number one Metcon like mm -hmm. for Matt. Um, like because really all the other like I think it was so Metcon one was 2015. He didn't win. Metcon two came out. He wins in Carson. And he got, I think it was one special edition shoe they made for him. Yeah, there so wasn't like, it like all gold or something like that? Yeah, it was all gold. Yeah, yeah. Which was hilarious. And again, I love gold. And I'm still That's not wearing World it. Cup. That's very World Cup, though. That's like when Italy won, they had the all gold um, Mercurial Vapors. Yeah. I'm just more upset that Matt, Matt never got like a WWE title belt. Like, let's just, come on, Triple H. <laughs> um, but yeah. like, these are the things, like, they're just a, they're a collector's item shoe for somebody that maybe owns it. It's like the, yeah, no, I don't have anything. If you have a shrine to Matt Frazier and you got a glass case for those pair of shoes, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, put, I'd put them on. You definitely have to get them. For people with HWPO tattoos, these are the perfect shoe for them. Yeah, like if you're going to get these autographed by Matt and you're going to get a picture with him and you're going to like pay for him to like train your kids – in it for a private session and you have a whole shrine to it yeah yeah yeah, totally there i just don't see these are these were a miss um no, nothing against matt because matt's not the one making these shoes uh <laughs> he's probably getting paid now, from now, Nike, so good for him yeah. 
Well, yeah. So was there like a, cause I know with the black and gold ones, there was like a, a story about like ancient China about like the reason why they put gold with the vases or something like that. And I, I, I forget. He, there was yeah. like a whole Is this a history lesson that I'm getting here yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it was about breaking because he was, he had a broken back and he had surgery and he fought back to be even stronger than before. And so the whole gold cracks in the black, it was just basically the story about reforming something stronger than it once was, which is why those shoes were a great hit. Mm -hmm. And I think the story here is just let's slap on every possible piece of memorabilia to commemorate the fact that Matt Fraser won five straight CrossFit titles in a row. How do we do this? Uh, we put those little rings to be the gold medals. Uh, he loves coffee coffee he likes motorcycles motorcycle uh nike oh we got a swoosh uh he's the goat let's put a goat and that's the shoe and a barbell there was Where's a barbell, barbell? I, Where's I, the barbell too i thought i thought there was a barbell on there honestly let's just talk about like literally they just took everything that they're like what matt frazier like like honestly if they just put like a joe rogan like logo on there like at this point it's like any ancillary like matt yeah. frazier type of thing like let's start on there oh he and shook with rich he um now has like a like probably one of the most popular crossfit training programs we'll just throw the hwpo on there um yeah. like all these things like it's they tried it's essentially the unfortunate like i feel like they took like a bad street art like let's amalgamation like clay object at, that your second grader would do and like a birthday party when they make a ramekin like mugs and shit. And you're like, no, this was not the answer. Please. They pass. Losing, they're losing championships off that shoe on the first rope climb. I promise you that that little cotton cloth up. No, uh, they, they, they should be like, they should be sending Matt a letter saying, Hey Matt, we missed. We're going to do this again. Yeah, they won't do that. That's too. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I typically buy like a new pair of Metcons like every like three years. So I mean, I'm definitely gonna miss this one. So I think the net, my next, my next round is the next, the next year's. Well, the edition. odds are always the reiterations. Like if mm -hmm. you ever looked at them, the evens were always like they did minor tweaks and. Then the odds were the new ones, so it's the one three fives. The fives were the fives were amazing. Fives were amazing. I love. All the right, fives. I agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> I love the fives. The sixes were eh. No, sixes were nice. Sixes were nice. Sevens were looked good. They weren't functional. I have a bad. I had a bad. I, I probably had a bad rap with the sixes because all my sixes, the adhesive um, came off. So I had to return them. So that's that's probably why I got a bad taste in my mouth. My fives are still full, like are still fully functional, and like everything's like, like a, still attached. Yeah, I, I still, still I still have my twos. I still have a pair of ones in Ooh. my closet. Yeah, I, I I I had an I had two pair of ones. I I had one pair of ones um, that were all orange in the black. On the bottom of the I had the orange and blue ones. I know exactly which oh, pair nice. of orange. And, and then, the orange and black and the gray heel clip. Is that the twos? No, I think it was. Uh, yeah, that was a. Yeah, that, no, that was the one. Wait, I the think. ones had heel clips? Yeah. yeah no, no, like, no, 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 no. The twos. I'm sorry. I no, the, the, the orange one I have is like, the twos. Not the heel clips that you're thinking of. Like the the okay. like really bad like OG heel clips. Like mm -hmm. that's the thing. Is like heel clips like 2013 when they came out. 
Mm -hmm. um, after Bridges wore him at regionals in 2013, so heel clips were like, oh, man, this is so cool. I just love having, like, plastic, but it still stuck to the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I and then I had the all orange. Um, I think it was fours. Yep. Yep. All orange, and like then I was I was looking for like all orange ones for the my other Metcons because I just wanted to keep on going with the orange. Nike orange custom ID dot com. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, price I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paying full price for a pair of those shoes. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like all the all those shoes that I got were like sixty bucks for me. So, um, but then I got the the maroon, orange, and red ones. I think yep. for like the sixes. Oh. So. Yeah, like forty bucks, man. Yeah, you got a lake. Just color, just dip them. Just yeah. pollute the lake and just do some dip. <laughs> <laughs> that that will wash out quickly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So another um thing I want to talk about is the Rogue Invitational that's coming out. Um. So I know Round I know Rock, Texas. As much as it's Austin, Texas, it's actually Round Rock people. Yes. Um. So I got the list. Well, uh, Xander sent over the list of. Yeah. Athletes who are athletes All right, who are going. so we're going to end up – let's run it this way. You have to – like, let's just assume – we all know who we're probably – okay, pick your male favorite and pick your female favorite to win and pick your dark horse. And you only get one dark horse, male or female. So it's you get one or the other. Okay. Vic, are you ready? Uh, almost. Okay. Xana, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, you can go first. Okay, so guy's side, it has to be Madeiras. Like if you're not picking him, uh, he's probably at least a plus 100 on the Barcelona sports book of some kind that nobody's betting. <laughs> um, and so hashtag no free ads. Um, female side, it's I feel like it's going to be a really close race. Mm -hmm. um, I think honestly, my big one for like that side, like I think Annie wins. I think Annie wins because I Dang. think she okay. has a bad taste in her mouth from. Uh, going team and like how like that whole thing played out i think that's like she wants to like go win something this year mm -hmm. uh, my dark horse i get to, since i go first i get to pick two um my first <laughs> one um is chandler smith um so you're welcome like shocker that i'm picking chandler i think he's gonna do really well um coming back um from everything that happened at granite games and then my other one like other dark like not really a dark horse like somebody who i think is going to do really well is ricky i think ricky coming back and really having a second showing um mm -hmm. is going to do like some really good things and i think gerard can really like i think he's built for this you got three now you got three you're doing three dark horses no, no. no. all right well, Vic, sam colthar but he has to go to semis <laughs> all right all right Vic, you're up all right yeah so of course we're gonna slate i'm gonna slate in justin to be the to be the top guy uh, top female though, Laura Horvath. I'm that's, sorry, like that's I just, a respectable he, pick. Like I can't really had, argue it. She yeah. had a hell of a she had a hell of a season, and she also did really well at Rogue last year as well. Um, so this is definitely something that is a more favorable event for her. Um, for dark horses on the male side, Roman Krennikov. I think he has a chance to push through yep. and actually get, I mean, he did finish what he finished second in the games to Justin. So it really is. That's, that's, that sounds like it's not really a dark horse now that I say it. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're I like picked the third kid. place guy. Like you think I picked a dark horse. It's like Chandler. And then yeah. I picked Ricky. It's like, Oh, it's like you, I could literally like everyone except for Heinrich Hoppalopalopinen. <laughs> um, and it's like, I could, you could really make a good argument. Like, 
like there's a lot of people in there that you're like you could hit a home run you could get absolutely skull fucked so I, <laughs> yeah uh that's true i mean it's funny like i haven't even thought about like pat vellner um but i'm not gonna i'm not mentioning that just to say but uh the female dark horse for me oh i'm torn pick livia I honestly, I honestly think that it, it's a between DB and Kerstetter. Okay. I, and and I honestly, that could just end up be what the what the podium looks like mm-hmm. is Horvath, DB, and Kerstetter, because at the end of the day, Kerstetter is just as strong as Kara Saunders, and younger. So when we're talking about like like separation of other athletes and where some of these where some of these actually. Um, where some of these people make up their points, I feel like that's going to be like an uphill battle for Kara all weekend long. And for her to make the move that she wants. Um, that's just, that's, that's kind of where I, that's where I'm at with those. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go next since I'm the only last one left. Um, so I'm picking Roman for first place. Nice. I, I really like it. I really, because I, I think he got his jitters out from the CrossFit games because that was that's technically his like first like really really that's big. His, that's his, really big... his first like. In you, you call Dubai is what it is like. It's his first like. I think you're right. So I think he got the jitters out. And now he's ready to rock and roll. Um, I think my dark horse for the guys. I mean, I I I, am, I almost picked Ricky Garrard for the first place for first place because I I like I I mean I think he's got something to prove as well and i i think i i was even thinking jeffrey adler for my dark horse that's a really good pick because he can lift heavy weights he's like always places relatively high But he's french canadian it doesn't matter (laughs) 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 and for my female pick gosh I, i i was i'm really torn between db or laura horvath i think i'm gonna i think I'm gonna, i'll pick laura and okay. then um my dark horse is gonna be emma lawson nice yeah good choice yeah great like, great pick great i pick. also feel like annika greer is gonna come out of somewhere yes uh, she had a rough go at it at madrid yeah i don't know i don't know how how that's weighing on her i i honestly she's i think she's a year out I think I think she'll really be making big waves next season. I'm excited to see what she does next season at the CrossFit Games because there's no way she doesn't make it to the CrossFit Games next year. Yeah, there's no way she's gonna mess up the video. There's no no, there's no, no ain't no. no ain't no way. And she's too strong and too good of a competitor, and she's too hungry to not to not be on that stage next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. I mean th- this this. This whole like field is sacked, so it's like, I mean, obviously we can't know who's gonna get hurt or not, so who's gonna be out? You know, that's the problem. Yeah. But I mean, there's, I mean, anybody, I think anybody can win this thing. Yeah. So, who, who knows? We'll see what happens. But um, what do you guys think for strongman? Oh, strongman, like Mar- Martins. Yeah, it has to be like, yeah, like you can't pick any, like it has to be Martins. Like, there's almost like. Like I also am just very ignorant because I don't follow the sport. Oh, I don't. I don't either. I just outside of Rogue. Like I, yeah, it's yeah. fun to watch. Like if you're going to Rogue, like you need to go watch the strongman. Like 
Like CrossFit, great. Like you know what a thruster is and you know how to do a jerry can and know how to do a rope climb. Whoop de doo. Mm-hmm. Like go watch the strongman stuff. Like that stuff's actually really cool just to be like, holy shit, these guys are different. And I, not to mention that they're giants. I'm excited to see what Rob Kearney does. I mean, Martins is a is a hometown pick for me if I pick Martins because, you know, he's on he's he's you know, he's podium. Um <laughs> well. You're such a rider. It's like I kind of I hate it, but I like respect it. <laughs> I, like, I can say he's a, he's an easy pick. But I, I want to see Rob Kearney. I want to okay. see what he does. I, that's why that's what I'm saying. Like I, he's where his innovates. I'm like a huge fan. Like I just I'm like he's from my area too. He's from the area, so he's he's nearby. So good dude. So all right, okay, all right. So um, I have a uh, a question. So obviously it's getting close to the end of the year. What what are your guys' goals that you want to accomplish fitness wise by the end of the year? Or do you guys have any any comps or anything? I got a race in a month that I'm looking forward to in Dallas. I got okay. high rocks coming up. I just PR'd my power clean and jerk just for funsies. Oh, what did you get? Three twenty five. Nice. Yeah. Like I just like I'm just not like I'm not in a like stage of season of life anymore where I care about maxing out ever. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm just the guy who's like I'm just gonna move well, just hit my numbers and keep training. Like it's just more fun to just keep my body moving than anything else. Like I just would like to go back to yeah. That's pretty much it. Like I wish I could say like there's like um, yeah I really want to hit a sub two minute friend. I'm like I also don't want to. Oh no no. What you got Vic? I don't have any competitions. I basically, I took a step back and had a really serious conversation with Paige. Uh, just be like, yo, I am shutting down the competition machine. We're going in full off season mode and we're hitting every possible hole. And we're just going to build, build, build until the season starts. And that's, that's honestly, that's where my head's at. I just feel like, I love competition. I do. However, doing competitions right now in the off season doesn't like close any of the gaps that I have that I need to close in order to make a serious, like a serious run. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, man, I'll cheer my friends on. I'm going to go watch my friends compete in the off season. And I think that's a lot more fun. And I'll even help them train for those. You know, I might do a couple qualifiers with them. I might pop in and do that stuff, but still make sure that it's not falling or, or, you know, pulling too far away from my training routine or from what I'm supposed to be working on, you know, because I think that's the other thing is you, you sign up for a competition and now you're going, okay, well, now I got to know what the workouts are. Oh, I got to test the workouts out. And now everything is revolving around that competition as opposed to, what part of the season are you in right now? Are you supposed to be working on your technique or, Oh, oh I'm supposed, I'm trying to figure out how to best break these wall balls up during a comp for an event that I'm supposed to try to win. It's like, well, that doesn't help the big picture. So I just, yeah, that's, that's where, that's where I'm at as well. So okay. no real big All right. Um, What's going on? What are you doing? Are you doing a weightlifting comp? Now no. here's the, yeah. now not, people not, ask the questions. Dude, so like every time I'm ready to rock and roll, it like there's always something happens. Like 
always like I throw my back out or, you know, like buy a house, it floods. Yeah. Um, but well, buy, buy, it does not wife flood. Wife is a commercially successful influencer. Yes. Um, no. Um, so, so the thing is, another thing is, is time. So actually I found, I realized I found a new gym that's like down the street. So I, I'm going to like scope it out first. Cause it's 24 hour all access gym but it has like it has bumper plates and like everything so i'm just gonna i want to walk in there during the like midday to see like what it's all about before i even pull the trigger because the other gym it opens up at 5 30 and i have to be done by immediately like 6 30 just to get home at 6 45 to quickly take a shower and then like get my kid ready for school and like don't eat breakfast and eat shit for breakfast like like those lenny and larry protein cookies like just eat that and like just yeah it's just i don't know we'll see s'mores pop tarts I don't know no. what's wrong with you. Like, was, why would you I, get Lenny's and Larry's? Like s'mores, pop tarts. You come nah, on. Too much sugar, like bro. Eat like a grown child. <laughs> too much. Too much sugar. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I I didn't look if there's any other competitions coming out at the end of the year. I'm like I'm. Careful with that. Yeah, I'm nowhere near the shape I need to be for that. So I don't know. But we'll we'll see what happens. But so you're just trying to join a new gym. Trying to sit in the January first, like I'm joining no, the no, 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 reset no. early before no, no, no. I no, I, I am resetting <laughs> as soon as possible because if I can get in there at like five o'clock, I can at least get like an hour and a half of work done. Okay. And so that's 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 the main goal. Or even get in there earlier because it's like twenty four hours. So whatever. Yeah. Go go for it. But uh but I, I was also wondering, would the touch and go gang ever do a competition for all three of us? I would. Like just for shits and giggles, I'm already spoken for for a competition next year. I already got asked for beach brawl. Mm -hmm. I was asked so far in advance. This is again my calendar is so full. Um, (laughs) It's just like it's not like I'm just not trying to like go out. Like I just want to go do beach brawl with some friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But we got to find the if you know the comp, I will. You tell me the dates. All right, we'll see what happens. So, all right. Um, So, final thoughts. Xander, I'll have you go first. Um, go to Misfit Camp, December 9th to eleventh in Portland. Oh, I was gonna Maine. talk about that. I was gonna talk about that. Yeah. All right, uh, Vic. That's all I got. <laughs> um, final thoughts, man. It's good to see you all again. It's been a minute. It's been yeah. a minute. You know, had to go to Hawaii and had to miss a few podcasts, so apologies. But um yeah, no real nothing really big. I mean, I'm 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 misfit camp is something i'm still i'm mulling over because there's a lot of travel going on for us so it's a bit of a busy season when it comes to traveling so i'm going to be a little bit remiss if i don't make it but it may it's it's uh it's on the low priority i hear you all right so my final thought so it was like once Vic, what what Vic said, it was great talking to you guys again. You know, it's always fun. You know, just shoot the shit about CrossFit or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to, you know, a happy, healthy end of the close of the end of the year. Hopefully, I can get a comp in weightlifting comp. We'll see what happens. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any in Georgia, but I know I would love to go to the Misfit Camp. But yeah, that's that's not happening. It's just tough. Yeah, it's just yeah. tough time of year. Yeah. I mean, if I can get to, if I can, like, my main focus right now is saving up enough money for Waterpalooza, uh, no, for, for, you know, Waterpalooza. That's, yeah. that's the end goal. So yeah. I, I actually hit up a, got a couple hires at my job. So I'm hopefully going to use that money to kind of pay for, you know, getting down there, but we'll see what happens. So, Love it. yeah. So, um, well, thank you guys for tuning in to the show. I appreciate it. And, uh, 
We'll talk later. We out. Yeah, man.